0: what is up everyone welcome back to walking with the king podcast i'm your host teresa king how you doing i hope you're doing well (laughs) well thank you so much for joining me for episode four I feel like this month has gone by so fast, but yet at the same time, it has been a huge blessing. And also, if this is your first time with me, um, hi, thank you for joining me today and joining me on this journey. I pray that y'all will continue to be here. And um, yeah, go ahead and give me a follow if you haven't already. Before we go into today's episode... Can we just talk about um, last week's episode with um, Linda and Celeste? Like, I did not expect that podcast to have such an amazing, like, overwhelming praise on just, you know... Having us, me, Linda Celeste, being so vulnerable and, you know, people were just so moved by it. I got many um, DMs on Instagram saying like, wow, like, thank you so much for sharing it. And honestly, guys, like that is the point of this podcast is to tell y'all like, you know, life with God is not the easiest thing to do, but it is so worth it. Like you just heard three testimonies of how we went from sorrow to joy and have been received with a peace. And I pray that each and every one of y'all get to experience the exact same peace that we feel. And um, Linda Celeste, I know y'all guys are listening. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, to come onto this podcast and just be vulnerable. And I thank you so, 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 so much. <laughs> and I am praying for the day with how y'all guys get to join me again. So, um, maybe next time. That was a question. <laughs> so let me know guys. Um, also this episode is going to be kind of weird. Um, not really weird, but it's going to be different. Um, in case y'all couldn't tell, the episode title is seasons part one. Yes, I am doing a series. <laughs> if y'all don't follow me on Instagram, y'all should, by the way. Um, it is walking w dot the king podcast. Um I kind of dropped a little hint that we are now into a series. This is going to be a three-part series. And I am so excited for all of us to just get into um, see what God has planned for us. And honestly, this is my, my second time recording this podcast, to be completely honest with y'all. Um, the first time I recorded it, I just felt like I was missing so many things and I felt like I was, you know, rushing it. And I was like, why am I rushing such an important topic? Like I can't be doing that, you know? So here I am once again recording this podcast for y'all guys. I tried to make sure that I have the best content for y'all guys. And honestly, I care for y'all, like I want to make sure that everything that I am saying is coming from the God's word and it's coming from the Bible. And I want to make sure that I have all the scriptures to prove it. I have been struggling for the past month. Like I said earlier, like this was a really crazy month, you know, kicking off this podcast But at the same time, it was so rewarding because I was going through a season, which is why I really wanted to title the series Seasons. So a little bit about the season that I'm in, guys. Let me get real with y'all. So I was struggling with so much anxiety and I felt like I had a case of the imposter syndrome. If you don't know what that is, it basically means that you are feeling that you are acting as a different person and you don't think that you are acting who you are. And, you know, a lot of the cases it may be like, you know, some people might be acting, putting on the front. But for me, I was like, this feels different. Like, it's not like I feel like I'm a different person. It just feels like I am like, shifting, that's a beautiful word, oh my gosh, it feels like I'm shifting, I was struggling for the longest time (laughs) on how to express what I'm feeling, but yeah, it felt like I've been shifting, and um, during this shift, I was like, oh my gosh, is this podcast, like, what God wants me to do is this something that he has called me to do or is it against my own flesh I'm like what is it God like please talk to me and every time I will record an episode episode one two and three I would get like anxiety like almost to a point where I would get a panic attack and you know I do have a case of like and I do have like a pass of mental health. So I know how to kind of control myself, to kind of like get out from the anxiety. And, you know, I learned different tactics to kind of help myself. So I would do it every single time. And, you know, Celeste and Linda, like they have been there for me. Um, CR has been there for me, um, my group in CR. And I was just been able to kind of like let it all out on the table and then I just heard God telling me you are exactly where I need you to be and that was like the reassurance that I needed so that being said this episode is going to be called Trials and Errors it took me almost seven minutes to give you all the title for this episode but I mean, it's, it's all leading to it. I promise. So Teresa, like what is trials and errors? Like, what is that? I got the definition for you. It's all good. So the definition of trial and errors is the trying of one thing or another until something succeeds. Like I was telling you earlier, you know, I was struggling like, should I do this podcast? Should I not? Should I do something else to spread God's word? Well, like, where do I go? And, you know, God telling me you are exactly where I need you to be was the reassurance that I need to know that this was a success. Okay, awesome. Your first trial was a success. What about mine that Like, I'm on trial number four. Like, where do I go from here? It is okay to keep going through errors, you know, on where God is supposed to lead you to be. And that's okay as long as you get to see your eyes on God. There are so many scriptures out there that tells us, you know, God is going to be with you always. And I'm going to get into some of that right now. But I kind of want to go into, you know, we are going to have many different trials in our lives and it is okay to have some errors as well. Like it is okay to fail. But the thing is, is that what do you do with that failure is what actually matters. It's like what I mentioned in episode two, once saved, always saved. You know, we are justified by faith, verified by the Holy Spirit sanctified from sin and then glorified in heaven. When we are sanctified from sin, we are called to go and sin no more. At the same time, when we go and sin no more, that go, we are supposed to follow God to wherever he wants us to be at. And it is completely okay to not know where you're supposed to go. The thing that really does matter is how you learn how to shift and honestly that is one of the hardest parts in my book on when you become a Christ follower and honestly like no one really talks about you know what it actually like what actually happens when you give your life to god and a lot of people think like oh you give your life to god everything's going to be better everything's going to be like rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and it's like no and if if anything when you give your life to christ you're actually like opened up a battlefield for the enemy to come in and try to take your soul again because he noticed like oh wow they they found up the, they found the truth they found jesus now i need to do whatever i can while they're still vulnerable in that little time period to be like okay i could go and get them again and that's where a lot of people you know kind of don't know where to go from there. They don't know how to get plugged in. And that is why it's so vital, like, for you to get involved when you give your life to God because you need to surround yourself with a Christian community and, you know, be okay to talk to other people so you won't, uh, like, get the enemy attacks. I mean, you're going to get the enemy attacks. I mean, I just got one this month and... (laughs) it's it's just one of those things where you just have to prepare for and the thing is is like when you prepare for these battles it's still going to happen and that's where the those errors are going to come in you're going to find oh i'm going to do this and this and this i'm going to try and succeed and if it doesn't uh I failed. I'm a horrible person, I failed. I, be, I failed before God, I failed before my family. I am a horrible person. No, you're not. That is the lies that the enemy is trying to put in your head and you need to rebuke that. because it is perfectly okay to have errors. But before I go into that, we need to learn how to shift. Like I said earlier, everything in life revolves around change. For example, We change from an infant to an adult. A caterpillar changes into a butterfly or a seed turns into a flower. Like everything in life revolves around change. Like change will alter your life forever. And that change is when you give your life to Christ. In Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid And do not panic before them, for the Lord, your God, will personally go ahead of you and he will never fail you nor abandon you. God is not going to forsake you. He's not going to leave you in the dark. He's actually right in front of you with a lantern, shining the light onto the path where you need to go. The only thing is, is that you need to know where God is, how to follow his voice and how to follow that light that he has planned for you in order for you to go into the plan that he has promised every single one of us if you don't think that you don't have a plan think again i'll read that scripture in just a few minutes of where it says that god does have a plan for us but keep this in mind change will take a long time don't expect to give your life to God. And then literally two seconds later, be like, oh, I'm supposed to go on this mission trip and serve at this location for these people. And that will be the plan that God has for me. Or, you know, whatever it is. No, it might not happen. It could happen, but it might not happen. And You know, and that's okay. Everything in life takes time. Like, for example, you go from a teenager to a 30s. That takes years, like, obviously. Like, it takes, what, 10 years? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it takes weeks, maybe even months for a flower to bloom from a seed to its beautiful form. You know, it could take years for you to literally transform into what God has called you to do. And that is okay. It doesn't matter what you did in your previous life. Once you came to Christ and you are made new, you are now a new person. The old life is gone. The new one is here. It doesn't matter if you were an addict before you came to Christ. It doesn't matter if you were practicing sexual immorality And you came to Christ. It doesn't matter if you were even a murderer before you came to Christ. Like, look at Paul. He killed Christians. And then Jesus himself, who was resurrected from the dead, came before him. He was originally Saul, but he came before Paul and said, What are you doing? Why are you killing my people? It took Paul years like a decade and some for him to fulfill God's plan that he had for him you know and then look at Paul look at this dude he wrote literally majority of the new testament so like it takes years for God to tell you hey you know remember what I was preparing you for yeah this is why I needed you to go through that because this is what I have planned for you in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Remember I told you earlier, like he has a plan for each and every one of us. There it is. That's the scripture. Like you will never really know what your life is going to look like in a short amount of time. You know, the changes are going to take you everywhere. You know, the changes I was telling you about, it's going to take you up and down. You're going to have high and lows. All of that, all of that chaos is actually forming you. Like God is molding you into the person that he needs you to be in order for you to fulfill his plan. Everything that I went through that I discussed in episode three with Linda and Celeste, all of that that I went through, the enemy meant to do that to me so I could fall far from God. And honestly, I did for a good point. But God took what the enemy did for evil. God switched that around and said, nah, girl, I'm going to use this for me. And that is the most beautiful thing. Going into, you know, Genesis and chapter 50, Joseph's brothers sold him off to slavery and ended up saving the whole nation, pretty much, from starvation. And he told his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. Everything that has happened to you and it seems negative, first of all, nothing negative comes from God. First and foremost, nothing negative comes from God but God has the power to turn all of that negative into something for his glory the battles that we're facing inside of us is not against other people it's against the spiritual realm like Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says for we are not fighting against the flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against the mighty powers of this dark world, against the evil spirits in the heavenly places. Like, we are battling demons every single day. But the cool thing is, is that God is still in front of us, shining his light on what path that we're supposed to take. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, so all of us who have that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. The Lord, who is a spirit, makes us more and more like him as we change into his glorious image. He has changed each and every one of us for his good. I struggled with abuse, um, not only like emotional, mental, physical, sexual abuse, but I also struggled with like drug abuse and alcohol abuse and everything that I went through, God is shaping me into what he wants me to be. And honestly, he is doing so much in my life that I am like overwhelmed on everything that God is like placing before me. The one thing that I've noticed this whole time is that even though the changes is scary. Like there are some moments where I'm just like, um, what is going on? But the thing is, is that God's with me. Sometimes it takes you to come out of your comfort zone in order for you to see God's purpose for you. I am a very introverted person for one. And here I am talking to hundreds of y'all on a podcast. It took me a long time to get out of my comfort zone to even do this voice in the back of my mind, the enemy saying, like, what if you fail at this? I keep saying, you know, it's okay if I fail because God is the one that's watching over me. He's the one that's advising me to do everything. I mean, Psalms 32 verse 8 says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway of your life. I will advise you and watch over you. The only way that you can see the change is if you follow the path that God has planned for you. And you know what? There has been many times that I have failed. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it or lie to you and say, oh, this is the first time I did it and everything. No, like, no, I have failed so many times. But like I mentioned earlier, it's how you react to that failure is the most important thing. Shifting and stopping are two completely different things. One will redirect you. And the other one will just like completely stop you in your path. Like, have you ever thought like maybe the prayer that you've been praying for is literally right around the corner? Like, what if you f- you were told that? Like, your prayer that you've been praying for years is literally up the, up the road down the street. Would you slow down or would you shift into another gear and speed up? Or what if... Like your potential is at the corner of your fears and uncertainty. Like you'll never know if you if you stop. The only way that you know where you're gonna succeed is if you continue to, you know, shift your gears and move the other direction. Like if that if that part of your life didn't go the way that God wanted it to go, okay, let's go to the next one. It doesn't matter if it took 10, 20 years for you to find out like, oh, this is not what God has planned for me. That's okay. Shift gears and go again. Second Peter 3, 8 through 9 says, but you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord. And a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think no he is being patient for your sake he does not want anyone to be destroyed he just wants everyone to repent go and sin no more you give your your sins to god at his feet jesus like okay go and sin no more everything that you have prayed for it's all in his timing i'm gonna be completely vulnerable with y'all but Robert and I have been struggling to get pregnant for about two and a half years now and there has been many 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 times I tried to reason with God and you know beg him to bless us with a child and I keep getting the same answer not yet not right now not the right time And it's like, it may feel like thousands and thousands of years. I mean, two and a half years is a lot of time that you've been like wanting this blessing. But at the same time, you know, God is preparing not only my heart, but Robert's heart on what it means to be parents. And um, honestly, like we are seeing God fulfill his promise and it's all when I nailed it to the cross. Honestly, literally, I nailed it to the cross at um, a convention and it felt so good. Like even metaphorically, like if you just nail that to the cross, if you just repent it to God, he doesn't want to destroy you. He just wants you to repent. He wants you to give up that one thing that you're trying to control over your life and surrender it to God. And that is beautiful. I mean, every single time I would talk about my infertility, I would cry I'm not talking like a little like tear here and there like no I'm talking about like Mokos y todo, like everything like bawling my eyes out and ever since I surrendered it to God ever since I nailed it to the cross I felt comfort I felt peace now I could fully say it is not up to my time but God's time and I'm just saying that was like the main reason why i have peace i stopped trying to be my own god and ended up following god that pathway that he's lighting for me i'm following it now i tried to do things my own way i tried to do things that was you know not in god's timing and he actually like Everything that we tried to do like he like put us back into our places like uh uh-uh, uh you're going to follow my time. So it's another thing about being obedient as well, but it just takes change. I had to change my heart, I had to change my mindset. I had to change everything in my head to fully surrender to God and say, "Okay, I'm going to follow you now." And you may be thinking, "Why should I change? Like why do I need to change?" It's because you are called to do so much more than what you are doing right now. God wants you to get up and move forward. He doesn't give us a heads up when it's time for us to move. He tells us right then and there. And it's up to us if we are going to get up and move. Like I said earlier, we need to be obedient to God. But I promise you that what God is telling you to do is going to be so much better than what you thought it was, was going to be. You might be dreading that move to a different city and starting fresh with a whole new community. You have no family into that city or wherever you're going, but God has a, something way bigger planned for you or that job. like You may be thinking, like I don't have much experience from it, but I got blessed by it. God knows what he's doing and it's okay. You just gotta trust in him. And I promise you, it will be for your own good and it will glorify God at the end. He knows the plans that he has for you. Do you know that? Like before you were even born, like before you were conceived, before you you were even a thought in your parents' head, he knew the plan that he had for you. Like he knows. Jeremiah 1 5 it says before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I set you apart and that is why that one scripture right there is why my heart breaks for anyone who has experienced or has been a victim of your partner force you need to do an abortion first and foremost if you or someone you know has had an abortion you are loved the person that did that to you is loved too if you're a guy and you're hearing this and you're thinking oh i'm like i made my ex-girlfriend or my girlfriend or my wife have an abortion because i wasn't ready god still loves you the action that you did it's not okay but the thing is, is that God still loves you to where he is willing to open his arms again for you and for you to come to him. He knows your actions, but he just wants you to repent. He doesn't want to destroy you like in Second Peter. He just wants everybody to repent. If you or someone you know is struggling with the idea of maybe having an abortion, Before you go to the appointment or before you book the appointment, find an organization that will help you out. I mean, you can even like direct message me on Instagram and I will help you find an organization. There are many, many, many organizations, including my church, that will pay for every single doctor visit, every single form or anything even your birth, they will pay for it in full and they will find a loving family for your baby. Because it says right here in Jeremiah that before God womb, that baby that is sign your womb, he really has a plan for that baby. Just like he has a plan for you. Just like he has a plan for everybody else. He has a plan. Now You might be through a change right now or you're about to have like a shift, or maybe you are in a shift. It is okay to feel overwhelmed. Just cast it all on on God. But through the change, you'll realize where you are is probably where you're not supposed to be. And that's okay. It's all a part of the process to get you to where you need to go and where you belong. And also know that God is with you. God never changes. He was the same God when he created the universe. And he is the same God that is here today. But he is calling you to change. He is calling you to go through many different trials in your life. And it's okay if you have a couple of errors down the road. It is perfectly okay. You just have to know how to shift gears. And go to the direction where God is calling you to be. And honestly, I don't know how to drive manual, but I'll learn for some Jesus. <laughs> I'm 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 kidding. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was so lame. I'm so sorry guys. Um <laughs> But before I log off, I do wanna read this one scripture. I actually read it this morning in my um quiet time with Jesus and it literally spoke so many mountains. And I just have to share it with y'all. So it is Galatians five sixteen through 18. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires is what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit is what contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other. So that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The big word of this, I mean, there's a lot of big words. But the big word that stood out to me was but. It's so funny because yesterday, I'm I'm recording this on Monday. But on Sunday, we had um, our pastor do a sermon he was saying over Romans and it comes down to like Romans chapter 5 where it says, but God, you know, you're a sinner. If you do this, you're a sinner. If you do this, you're a sinner. Everything you do is sin, but God. And he said, if it wasn't for God's, but I don't know where mine would be. And that just kind of like comes into, you know, the scripture, like, even though you want to Follow your fleshly desire in whatever you do. It could be your career. It could be your relationship. It could be anything. If it's led by the flesh, it will get in the way with the spirit. But if you're led by the spirit, is where you will find, you know, the answer that you've been looking for. Like I said, God is in front of you shining the light on your path, you just have to follow it, <sighs> that was a good one, I don't know, that was really good, <laughs> but um, I'm going to pray us out, Lord God, thank you so much for coming into um, my home, this podcast, and honestly, this person surrounding, wherever they're at, I just want to put your spirit right where they are, and I want you to Just surround them with your spirit. Whatever they are going through, whatever season they're in right now in their life, whatever trial that they're going through, or if they're in the middle of an error and they're trying to find the right gear so they could move towards back to your path, I just pray that they just seek you and know that you never left them. And even though... They think that you did just remind them that you never left. They were the ones that left. Just like I left you when I was in my teenage years. And I am just so grateful that you gave your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins and for my friends' sins who is listening right now. I just want to thank you for Jesus. Because now that we have Jesus, we know that. Our life has a meaning, it has a value, and you have a greater purpose for us. And I just pray that even though this person may be thinking that they are just so lost in their life, just remind them that this life that you have called them to live is not over and has only just begun. And if we're in our trial, I pray that we keep you first and that you continue to lead us, and if we're in the air, I just pray that you tell us what gear to shift so we can follow you, and I pray that you give us peace and comfort, and all our anxiety is cast upon you, so we can feel your presence and that peace that we've been longing for. And Lord God, I just want to thank you once again because you have blessed my life so much this past week and I honestly has moved me so much to so many different mountains. And I just want to thank you for that. And in your honor and your glory forever and ever in the precious blood of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for staying on Part one of seasons. Please come back for part two. Should I tell y'all the title? Nah, I'll leave. I'll leave it hanging. But it is definitely an episode you do want to hear. It is going to be so good, and honestly, it's going to be something that you may need to hear either now or sometime later in this in your seasons. But um if you can follow me on this podcast wherever you're listening at if you're listening on Spotify, follow my Spotify account. If you're f- listening on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Apple Podcasts. It will help me tremendously. Also leave a rating if you can um that does help me as well. Also, if you have any questions, any suggestions, or just want to say hi to me, follow me on walkingw.thekingpodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Just know that you're awesome for supporting me on this and that you are forever on my prayer list. I have a prayer list that I pray for every single day. And even though I might not have your name, I do have you on there. And God knows exactly who I'm praying for. But yeah, thank you for coming until next week. Bye guys.